Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. If this is your first time uh, when you're joining us, then hello there. If you've been here before, then you'll know the five step or the five things the five criteria that I've identified in successful problem solves. These five Ds are the ones that I believe are the critical success criteria that will help you to solve any problem, whether you're an individual, part of a team, or wanting to grow, scale, or improve your business. It's now time to put on your favourite wellies, don your pair of yellow marigolds and dust off your goggles because it's time to dive in to the first couple of these. It is desire, then it's discover, then dedication, deliberate action and deliver. Those are the five Ds. We're going to talk about the first two on this podcast and then in upcoming podcasts, you will hear about the others. So desire. First of all, why desire? So desire is an emotion. It's far stronger than wanting something. And that's really what I think the first step has to, has to be. It's got to be about you really feeling that emotion that you want to achieve or overcome that problem, that obstacle that is in front of you. Now, as you know, when you downloaded this podcast, it came with a free gift, that invisible ball. If you look down to the left of you, that invisible ball is there. Now, just go and pick it up for us. Put it in your hands. Okay. Now you have that ball in your hands. What I'd like you to do is take that ball and place two fingers on it. So one finger on one part of it, one finger on another part. And now imagine irrelevant of the size of problem or the obstacle that you're trying to overcome. The first finger that you have placed on that ball is where you are now. The second finger that you've got on that ball is where you want to get to. And look at that sphere. Look at that ball. There are so many different ways that you can get to where you want to get to. You can go over it, under it, to the left of it, to the right of it. You can go through it. You can come off it. You can go in a funny um, snake shape between points one and points two. And that's what you need to understand. There are so many ways that you can get to it. In businesses, you will see a number of different consultancies selling particular improvement methodologies. You may have heard of Lean, you may have heard of Six Sigma, you may have heard of Design Thinking, Agile, Systems Thinking. These are all methodologies aimed at helping you get from point one to point two. Granted, we are talking about macro transformations and macro improvements. 
But that's what all of those methodologies are enabling you to get from point one to point two. They've each got different tools, different techniques associated with them. And they was each born from, from, from different thoughts and different ideas, but largely based on the same concept. When the first problem was solved, there was no methodology. There was no technique. There was no tools associated with it. But what there was, was a place where you are and a place where you want to be. And what the first people that have ever solved the problem, they've navigated their, their way to it. And that's what I would encourage you to do. Don't take an off-the-shelf package, an off-the-shelf system, because it might not fix the problem that you've got in front of you. And I think before we start to solve, before you even start to solve a problem, I think it's really important to understand whether that point two, so if you're still holding the sphere, the ball in front of you, you can you can put it down now, but where your second finger was on that ball, the important thing is, is that the right thing? Is that the right place to get to? Is that the right destination that you need? And that's really what desire is all about. Desire is all about truly believing in that destination of where you want to get to. If you're an organization, you've probably got a business purpose. You have a reason why you exist. You have a reason why you do what you do. And the point two on the ball, the second finger, should be helping you to get to that position. That's why it's important to understand that the place you want to get to, the problem you want to fix, the, the opportunity you want to take, the thing you need to overcome is actually going to help you get to where you want to get to. There's people want things, people need things, people desire things. If you want something, so um, only about half an hour ago, I wanted a bar of chocolate. I finish work some days and I want a beer. I don't need these things to exist. But some of the problems that you need to overcome will help you in business exist for longer. That's why it's stronger than a want. That's why the first D of desire is an emotional attachment to what where you need to get to. And I think it's equally as important that the people within your organization also desire or resonate with the direction that you're going and the problem that you want to overcome. They can understand and see the benefits that are in it for them. When I was relatively new into my uh, improvement um, career, improvement journey, probably about 12, 13 years ago, so I'd done it for a few years, I had the opportunity to work with a consultant who I believe articulated this to me in a, in a really meaningful way. What he said was, imagine if you, uh, if you worked on an oil rig and it was one of the big gas companies, or big, big, oil, big gas companies, big oil companies that worked, um, that owned this oil rig. The directors and the shareholders of this oil rig um, may want it to become more efficient. And the reasons be because they want more money from it. So for a director and a shareholder, 
an efficiency program will help them get more money. So that's meaningful to them. But for the oil rigger, is that the right word? I'm not sure. The person that works on an oil rig, for them, if you were to ask them to be more efficient because the shareholders and the directors want more money, I think there's only, uh, there may be a few words, a few choice words that they may use to, uh, to answer that. But if you told them that by becoming more efficient, because an oil rig has certain amounts of oil, it has certain running costs, so there will be a point in time when the running costs of the oil rig outweigh the value that they're getting from the oil. But if you're more efficient, then it will extend, potentially extend the lifespan of that oil rig, which would then mean the oil riggers would um, have livelihood for longer and would be employed for longer. That would resonate with them because it means you are sustaining their, their living by becoming more efficient. So ensuring that you communicate the desired destination with whoever it affects is important in the success of what you want to, what you want to achieve. If it's you solving, um, wanting to become something or be somebody, then it's a lot easier for you to, to feel an emotional attachment with it. But when you're trying to influence and, and change a business and transform an organization, it's vital that you identify those things and the, the what's in it for them when you do that. So really, that is, that is desire. That is the first step. It's identifying that, that place, that destination that you want to get to. When you've done that, you then move on to the second D, really, and that's discover. Discover the things that get in your way of achieving your desired outcome, your desired destination. So if you have an, an employee engagement challenge, if you have a customer satisfaction challenge, if you have a cost challenge, it's about understanding those things that get in the way of you achieving that. And there's no better way to understand that than going to observe the place that that activity takes place. So if it's an employee engagement challenge, going and speaking with the employees, spending time with them, observing what they do is vital. If it's a customer satisfaction problem, then go and listen to customer calls, read customer complaints, print off customer emails. If it's a cost challenge, understand and follow the particular product or service through its journey and see where it incurs all of that cost. So only by truly discovering the things that are getting in the way of you achieving your desired destination or getting to your desired destination, can you overcome and get to that output? Other ways, and I guess I'm, I'm a definite advocate, I am a fan of, of visualizing a lot of this stuff. So irrelevant of the size of problem, I think there's no better way to, 
to bring people along with you than visualizing it on a wall. So if it's a customer challenge, if you can print off all of the interactions across that customer journey that a customer's had with you and sticking it on a wall, that will enable you to see that true representation of that individual customer's journey. What I wouldn't necessarily do when I'm, when I'm, when I'm doing this is use averages and, and try to get, uh, and, and get averages for each of the customer touch points because an average would provide the middle figure. So you've got 50% of the people potentially above the average and 50% below the average. So the average may not actually be representative of that customer's journey. I've been in organizations that have wanted to problem solve why problem solving is not working. And they did that by conducting a problem solving event in the way that they conducted the ones that weren't actually bloody working. There's no learning there. You need to observe and go and see the ones that you, you don't believe are working and understand the reasons. There's no substitute for going and seeing the work. And I would encourage all levels of an organization to do that. But first and foremost, you have to understand, like we were saying, the two points on that ball, the two points on that sphere, where you are now and where you want to get to. Where is your desired outcome? Once you've done that, you have framed your challenge, then go and see the places that you need to go and see. So desire and discover is all about framing your problem and understanding some of the things or all of the things that are getting in your way of getting to that outcome. The following Ds, which are in upcoming podcasts, will help you maintain that momentum and then going about and, and fixing and getting closer to your destination. But as always, if you have any questions, then visit or contact me on, uh, on LinkedIn or visit the website, which is uh, leehorton.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and speaking to you again very soon. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.